and welcome to Tea Time with Talks Josh, where we will sip the tea with our pinkies up and talk all things sophisticated. Bitch, please. <laughs> sophisticated, my ass, honey. You better get ready, because this tea's coming in hot. Well, hello there, you beautiful people. It's your favorite unicorn nurse injector, Mr. Talks Josh, and welcome to Tea Time with me. So, today's episode is going to be called Black Don't Crack, Honey. But you're going to find out, should we be really saying that or shouldn't we? And why? And I've got a very, very special guest on today's show. It is the Miss Fabulous Botox Fairy. If you don't know who she is, you're missing out. And you need to go follow her right now. But it's Miss Audrey Rose. Hello, my lover. Oh, yeah, man. Thank you, Josh, for that warm welcome, man. Yes, so my name's Audrey Rose, and I am a nurse injector out of Boston. Yes, ma'am. Massachusetts, and as well as New Hampshire. And from Jamaica, if you could not tell. Yeah, man. It's fabulous. Ooh, I love it. Ooh, I love it. Yes. So, yeah. And she just so happens to be one of my best friends in this industry. Not just in the aesthetic world, but one of my best friends in the world. I love you. I love you right back. ah, Boo. Oh, girl. Right over here right now. (laughs) So, it's going to be fun. Um, For those of you who don't know me or her, we're uh, aesthetic nurse injectors. I am a registered nurse. She's a nurse practitioner. And we are in the world of making you beautiful inside and out. And so me, I've got my practice down in Nashville, Tennessee, down in a little town called Brentwood, Whisperwood represent. And she, I'm going to let her like tell you a little bit about herself. Like, so tell us, like, who is the Botox fairy? Well, the Botox fairy, you know, is this crazy Jamaican girl that put needles in people's faces (laughs) and make them look extra fabulous. No. Well, yeah. I mean, no, it's pretty much true. yeah, yeah, Yeah. So I um, have an aesthetic practice here in Mass. We have one in Dover, New Hampshire, as well as a medical aesthetic training school. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of fun events, a lot of educational sessions. And yes. So So basically, she's a badass. Just saying. Oh, you know. I mean, you're doing the damn thing, girl. You got a school. You got location, location, location. Then you're doing this. You got like you're an investor. Like, how do you do it? Yeah, we dabble in a little bit of everything, you know. So for me, when you approached me with this, I thought, oh, my God, that's so great. Because my mom was the first one when I started out to tell Mm me, Audrey, I don't need your Botox because black don't crack. Yes. As I'm over here looking at her face (laughs) and I'm like, oh, dear God, those crow's feet. Do you know those little lines that kind of go across your face? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like, she's totally missing out. Mm -hmm. So I basically pinned her to the chair, and it was a massacre in my kitchen. Yes, honey. And I was like, Mom, you need this. And why did I ever do that? Oh. You won't believe it. Oh, Like, legit, now, I can't get her out of the chair. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And every time, I have to remind her. I thought you said black don't crack. Well, you know, from our perspective, I've always said it. And like I say, you know, like people, it's like I'm always nervous because I never want to offend anybody. (laughs) But uh, like I'm like half the time when they come in and they're just like, oh, I'm just like, wow, you're flawless. Like you. Oh, my God, you're flawless. And the big saying is, how do you don't need a black don't crack? They're beautiful. Oh, my God. Like. Black men, black women, they are gorgeous. Oh my God, their skin is flawless. Like, you'll just be like, oh, you're like 30 something. She's like, I'm 60. And you're just like, what? So, in our perspective of people without 
or I would always say less melanin blessed on that end because that's the <laughs> difference between us. Um, like I, we always say like black don't crack, but I think you, we may break the stereotype of that a little bit. Well, we have to break the stereotype yeah. because it's really affecting different ethnicity getting procedures done mm-hmm. because of the stigma that surrounds it. And we really have to sit down in our consultation and really review certain things. Black don't crack. We might hide our aging yes. really well. But eventually. But check out under my eyes right now. I'm just about due for Botox. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Do you see me cracking? Yeah. It's like cracking? <laughs> I'm cracking. Okay. Yeah. So we really have to, you know, understand the different ethnicities and how they age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for black people, it's really around the eyes. They start to see a little bit more in their nasal labial folds. They're the first to come in with a na- nasal labial fold mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they don't really truly know how to articulate that and how to explain what's really going on with their face. And True. a lot of black people, we do the liquid rhinoplasty on because guess what? We're missing that bridge. Mm-hmm. And just a little bit of product can provide such great contour for the face. Yeah. So. Well, and I think, too, like a lot of people in the industry, like and we'll get towards a little bit later because we're going to talk about like the, the black don't crack. We're going to talk about women empowerment. And honey, we're going to talk about some sex, too. Oh, yes. Yes, honey. Uh-huh. Mm, yes. <laughs> but like the thing is, is I, I think a lot of people don't know how to treat it. They don't know because they because a lot of times they don't. I know for our patient base, we are 98 percent Caucasian. Yes, uh, and 100%. then we get a few you know, with the lips and all that stuff. But like I have seen probably in my six years of doing this, maybe one, two, th- three African-American people mm-hmm. and and people of color and then a few like Latino American and, and all that stuff. But mostly it is is Caucasian. So a lot don't come in. And I th- it may be because like they always hear it like, but they're sitting there. No, like I've got some issues with skin. And I think injectors don't truly know how to treat people of color sometimes, you know, because we, we see them like they're flawless, but whenever they do like, you know, like, so I want to talk to you about that. Let's educate There's people different and learn. clues yeah. on the face. They don't shadow a certain way. Like mm-hmm. we would see those break in the tear trough easy on our ca- uh, Caucasian patients, or we would see the hollow in under the eye a lot easier. So you really have to train your eyes to look right. Mm-hmm. And think about it. Yeah. How are you going to address an occlusion in a black person that's not going to blanch for you? No. So we're doing all these trainings. Ooh, Tati, I don't know. Oh, that's child. because we don't we don't we don't Ooh, talk about child. it. We have to talk we about do. that. That is true because I it's a know. growing population. And mm-hmm. trust me, in the next five years, you're going to see a lot more black people getting procedures done. Yes, and we are going to know have to know how to treat these patients. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and I, the other thing, too, is so you talk like nasolabial fold and tear trough. So nasolabial fold, for people who don't know, that's the oh, lines that go around from the nose down to the corner of the mouth, kind of like that deep in. A lot of times it's come from your cheeks, but there's these folds that kind of, you know, the smile lines around the mouth. And then tear trough is whenever you look kind of tired and you've got the sunken in appearance and the bags up underneath the eyes and all that stuff. So you're saying two areas are very popular with people of color. People of color. Uh, as well as liquid rhinoplasties when we use 
um, dermal fillers, which is basically most most of the products we use in that mm -hmm. area is sugar. Yeah. And we use that to really create a bridge for the nose and to really contour the nose. Mm -hmm. And we do that on everybody. But, you know, for my practice, I see a lot more black people mm -hmm. that we have to improve the bridge. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So that's that's good to know. So like whenever people of color, black people, which, which do you prefer? Black people? People of color? I don't think What's it matters. I know. I'm, I'm so always nervous. I'm like, people. oh my God, you're a human. That black I don't see girl, color. that white girl, that Asian girl. Like, yes. I don't know. Like, who cares? African-American, West Indian people. <laughs> right. Get over it. It's like you're human. You're black. Yes. You're melanin blessed. You're white. Yes, exactly. God, why do we have to step on toes? Yes, honey. So I think that... So it, I like the fact that we kind of know some areas to watch out for. So when people come in and you have no clue what to do, look for those two areas first. Yeah, start to look yeah. for those areas and start to train your eyes on how to look for shadows. Because really, what are we treating when we treat patients with fillers? We're trying to like capture the highlights and contours of the face. Yes, and yeah. we're looking for shadows to yep. see where they're depleted. Exactly. Much harder to see on black people. Uh-huh, girl. I'm, I'm just going to be like, hey, girl, call the fairy, mm -hmm. honey, because I don't know. Like, no. <laughs> when it's true, because I know for me, like when I do, I've done cheeks and, and then uh, lip augmentations for them and they look fantastic. Mm -hmm. But it's always nice to know how to like what some tips and tricks. I know like you've got like a trick with the tear trough, something that like I didn't know about. Like you got to be careful filling the tear trough because of with the, certain fillers. Yeah. So yes. talk about that. So Certain fillers, um, wrestling being one of them with the technology that they use to manufacture their manufacturing process, you know, the particle the shapes they have little jagged edge with mm -hmm. our um, hyaluronic acid and when the light hits you for white people you know you get your under eye fill and you might see that bluish hue that tint yeah. sometimes could be blue or that green tindle nastiness tindle, that we hate exactly so with black people it doesn't come out blue yeah. or green, we actually hyperpigment and it'll make, make our tear trough look a little bit darker, right? So it can and look worse. It can look worse. Ooh. And I've actually, I'm going to admit to this, I've done it. Mm. Then I had to go back to my books, do some <laughs> research, and I was like, holy crap. Good thing I did this to my best friend. I yeah, hope right. she's not going to listen to this. Our best friends are always our guinea pigs. <laughs> We're like, hey, I've got this new filler. Can I throw it in your face? And I'm like, sure. And then they walk out looking like a green Oompa Loompa. And I'm yeah. like, sorry, it's cute. It's fine. But right? she picked it up. And uh -huh. I didn't pick it up because yeah. she lives in Jamaica. She comes to visit. You know, whatever I have, you know, for free samples, <laughs> I'm going to give her, right? Yeah. So I had some Bolotero. She had her Bolotero up first, and I, it looked fabulous. She was showing off. Everything's great. Then the last time, I had some Restylane, so I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to put this here. Then she's like, oh, do you know what I noticed? My pigment is worse. <laughs> Whoops. And I was like, huh, what did I change? It wasn't me. <laughs> I changed the product. Oh, no. So here she is. Like, I'm like, oh, girl, I know what I did. It's like <laughs> after I thought about it and I did yeah. a little bit more research on it, I was like, boom, here it is. So mm. so you really have to be careful with that. So good fillers that like Bellatero balance, it doesn't really tindle. Um, what's your thoughts on Versa? What, Versa is another good filler that we love. Oh, is this it? I know. Oh, Versa yes. was a man I would marry it tomorrow. It's so oh, good, honey. So versatile. Oh, yes, Oh, queen. like the name. Yes. I love blending that Versa and, and putting it under that tear trough. Guess what and color it's color so spherical, so it doesn't tindle. It doesn't tindle. And guess what color the box is? It's black. It's black. And once you go black, honey... 
will. Mm-hmm. No, I've been screaming back a few times, so I'm not going to say that. I was like, <laughs> oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. What was that, honey? I was like, that, that, that is a baby's arm holding an apple. And I, no, no, no ma'am. No. I was like, nope, nope, going back. Nope, going so back. speaking of which, I am like... I, I I just like the pink meat. Uh, right. I, I'm yes. all about the pink meat. Yes, honey. Well, uh, that's, oh, I cannot wait to get to that segment. It's oh, going to be yeah, so yeah. good. Oh, yes. So, yeah, you really do have to be careful with injectables um, to make sure you know what you're doing. And if you don't know, she's always, a, a, you own an aesthetic school, so you can always come up and learn all the tips and tricks from you, which is fabulous. Ooh, absolutely. What's your school What's your school called again? It's the Audrey Rose Institute. So sexy. Oh, like, I can't yes. even handle oh. that. I have personally taken a class uh, up here with you, and it was amazing. Like, your, your training style is phenomenal. You're so patient, and you explain things so thoroughly, and the students really grass like you it was like one of the best trainings i've ever had so like oh, you're I'm happy sco- mm. that means a lot coming from you True, you hi. know that oh. you know because mm. you're a no bullshitter oh oh no hi. you don't play bullshit no, hi. so no. when you say that yeah, i'm like Yes. Oh, heart is yes. on the inside. Oh, well, and it's oh. true. And all the other students that were in the course and stuff, I mean, they loved it. And you know, you know your shit, girl, and all that. So, well, and the other thing, too, is, like, there's a whole other side of things. Like, we've got the injectable side, but there's skincare as well. Like, I was always terrified, so I used to use SkinCeuticals, and then now I have in my practice cosmetics. I love that line. And Oh, you're going to have to teach me about that one. Oh, honey, mm-hmm. all the things. Uh, they would come in, and people, uh, black people would come in, and I would be terrified. I was like, oh, my God. I don't want to do anything because I was like, here's a cream. It's fine because if I did a chemical peel or anything like that there, I was terrified that I would cause PIH, uh, post-inflammatory pigmentation and that that means like if we did a chemical pill or something really deep that we could really damage our skin and like have like instead of like black skin they would have spotchy skin with like the areas where the pigment is kind of disappeared and lighter and it messes their skin up i was terrified and so and i think a lot of people are and i think that's such a disservice because people are just like but i want facials i want treatments i want chemical peels and I want lasers and I want all these things. But like, again, providers are terrified. I would always send my people out, um, to have it done with somebody that was black that understood the skin. But now with cosmetics, I'm very happy that like with seeing that one of their big trainers is Sonia. She's amazing. Oh my God. Like she, like I, you and her all have to meet. She's fabulous. Um, but she came in and she showed us like the blueberry Jesner peel, which was one of my favorites. But then she showed me what she looked like during it. Honey, it made my asshole pucker so tight. I was like, (laughs) she showed the different stages and I was like, girl, my God, your face. And she's like, and then by the end of like seven days, she was like, I mean, Tyra Banks over Ooh. But if I wouldn't have heard that from her, and she actually be like, no, it's okay, and the shedding's normal, and going through that, I would have shat my pants if I would have saw that. I would have, like, shut up, stop, like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> Shutting the doors. Oh, I'm yeah, never doing this again. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, my God, it was terrible. Wow. And But after hearing her, and, like, I love her to pieces, but after hearing that, and edu- it's all about education. I educated myself as a white gay male. I had no fucking clue what I was doing with, with darker skin types. No, no, no. But instead of fearing it, learn about it. It, educate yourself it. and and that way you don't have to turn people away oh you know what yeah I mean? because the minute you turn them away guess what's gonna happen they're gonna go somewhere else they're gonna go somewhere else and you're gonna lose that yeah. business so you really want to make sure you have different 
um, modalities for different ethnicities. Yeah. And I can tell you a lot of black people with lasers, they've been burnt Ooh. or have other issues. Uh, like I got a picture the other day of someone's face that went to a dermatologist that tried to do IPL on a black oh person. <laughs> Honey, there's just certain things you don't do. Lord. And really? blisters everywhere. Oh, God. So, you know, for, you know, black people, we really have to treat with a YAG laser that's good for all skin type. Mm -hmm. um, they cannot do IPL <laughs> by any means. It's it's a no-fly zone. And you think people would know that, but they just, they don't. And they it's, don't, it's they lack don't. of information. It's lack of information. So we just really have to embrace it. Um, because you can really fuck somebody's face up with those things. Yeah, really have to. Be I careful. can tell you from my practice, mm -hmm. there is way less Botox in dermal filler claim than there is for laser claim. Oh, one million percent. The minute you add laser to your malpractice, Ooh. that thing plummet <laughs> right up. They're like, nope. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. going to charge you triple. I was like, thanks. Exactly. <laughs> but not to be afraid of laser. No. Because they are useful, right? Yeah. I love doing an IPL on somebody who's hyperpigmentation. Oh Fitzpatrick too. It's the work the and Lord. And the skin comes out like butter. Yes. And it's right. gorgeous. And it faded away. It's like, you. It, I like look at lasers. It's like the missing thing. Like whenever we do injectables on people, honey, you can do the lips, but like nobody's going to care if your shit looks like, or if your shit skin. looks like it right now. <laughs> If your skin looks like shit and the canvas isn't pretty, like nobody's going to worry about your lips when your your skin looks terrible. Exactly. And so the lasers come in and we can resurface, we can fade pigment, we can do all things, but you have to know what you're doing. It's not just like, oh, going to go into Walmart and stick a penny in a, you know, thing. Nope, and then like, nope. you're not going to just whatever. Hang, hang a shingle and think you're going to do a laser. <laughs> no. You really need to know what you're doing with There's that. There's an art to it. There's an art and to it. And especially for darker skin. So that it's, it's always smart to err on the side of caution, you, especially with your settings you know you got to be more like less aggressive on certain things some of the lasers out there don't see color for example the well gosh get this how oh, about microneedling oh my god oh my god and talk about dragging it. that microneedling oh. plan all over black skin oh i cringe to death talk about getting pih oh my god having that mm -mm. hyperpigmentation after no ma'am unless you're stamping microchanneling Drop, mm -mm. drop the pen. Yeah. Don't do it. So for the people that don't know what microneedling is, microneedling is, for example, we use the skin pen. We love it. And it is basically this device. It's almost like a tattoo device that has like 12 needles on it. And when we are, it, you've heard about the vampire facial, the Kardashians were doing all this. And basically it's one of the best procedures that you can do for your skin. Oh, I love it. We trick love it into it. thinking it's damaged. And then it like, it used, we cause like, like a little immune response and your body like heals itself from it by making like micro, microscopic little channels into the skin. Uh, I get really aggressive sometimes because I'm like, Hey, that's fine because I'm going to give you a better result. Sometimes I go deep. I'm not afraid of it. Here we go. Know how to work it. But whenever you have darker skin types, like you got to be careful because you really cannot drag. Oh, you have yes. to stamp it. And Talk it about the plasma pen. Ooh, oh, that's another one. Plasma but it's pen. not only black people. You get people with any melanin in their skin. Mm -hmm. So you're. I'm talking about my Italians that are darker, yes. my Middle Easterns that are darker, and you put that plasma pen on them. I saw this lady six oh, weeks out. She still had black spots. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder, well, like, what the hell are you and doing? She's like, is this going to go away? I went here to be a model. And I'm like, oh, Ooh, dear. Like, 
Mm. But again, Fitzpatrick Jesus. four. <laughs> it's where we're going, fix it, Jesus, fix it, Jesus, fix it. Like, God, I'm help sure it. it'll be fine. But again, yeah. these are the things in setting patients' expectations. Yeah. yeah, which is totally fine for a white person to come in and mm. totally have it done. Yes. But like you really have to be very aware about and just and not be afraid just educate yourself and learn how to address settings learn the products that you do learn the filler that you use and and have an and have a good consultation to start and realistic expectations like you know just talking in depth about it and if you don't know it's okay refer them out to somebody who does until exactly you You know what i mean yes like if you were in my backyard girl i would just like nope you're seeing the fairy today, honey. You taking a <laughs> you taking a trip to fairyland, honey? Because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. She's gonna do some sprinkles. I know oh, until I learn, yeah, and then yeah, I'm yeah. gonna learn from her, and then I'll be able to treat, treat it. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I, it's something that we we definitely have to learn and we have to get used to because I think our understanding is not where it needs to be in the industry, and I think more people are gonna do it if we feel make them feel comfortable, you know, in our office and say. Black don't crack, you know, all that bullshit and and get rid of that stigma and truly learn how to help the 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 people of color and black skin, dark skin, um, skin that's not Caucasian. And we can really make a difference in people's lives. Oh, totally. One hundred percent. So another thing that I want to talk to you about is the fact that like, like, I know you know it, but like, and I know you're like kind of humble about it, but like, you're kind of a big fucking deal in the industry. Like, and that's not just like one of your best friends talking about, like, you're a big fucking deal. Like you, I look up to you so much, not not just because your knowledge of what you do, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, but it is like, not only are you a bomb ass injector, but you're also a one of color that is a boss ass bitch honey like i mean you straight <laughs> up own it you got the school you got you got the whips and the furs and that you got oh, all the yeah, things yeah. Like, you've got your business you've got your multiple oh, locations thanks. you've got your training you got all these and you are a strong independent fantastic powerful business-minded strong black woman that like is very rare. Like I'm a unicorn, honey. You a unicorn in this industry because there's like you're like there's the not one. a lot of us. No, like I you're go the to one. conferences and I could probably. <laughs> I was the only one for a while. I'm, yeah. I'm starting to see an infusion of few coming yeah, in, and I'm like looking in the room, like oh spot check, right? One more. <laughs> you're like yes, yes. You so, know, and I think that's huge. Like, like it's very, it's very much like something. I want to talk about your story because it's not always been like you know roses and cherry pie you know to no, get to where you're at like at you're at the top of your game but i kind of want like you you've had some issues like you know from people like having to this backlash like you know your fabulous husband bronco who's my husband it's fine too oh yeah my sister wife oh yes, yes. honey God, how did we have it <laughs> but like you know he's a person that is you know serbian he's white and you had some backlash from that like this whole thing of like not white enough not black enough and just you i want to hear like it's all the things you really finding my place i mean i remember when i moved to massachusetts the first Mm -hmm. place we moved to was everett i brought you to that casino oh yeah of course so my house is like maybe 10 minutes from there Uh and i remember like i when i started school Mm -hmm. i had people that were like 
oh, she's a fucking cornball from Everett. Like, why does she talk like that? Like, she's so she's so white. And this was coming from people of my own race, wow. right? So, you know, you experience these things from people of your own race, from people from other race. Mm-hmm. And I just don't look at that because I was born and raised uh, in a country that we didn't see race. Yeah, where, right? so where are you from? I'm from where Jamaica. I know, like so we talked So born and raised, and yeah. I was born and raised in... um. Negril, which is the western part of the island. If you ever get a chance to go there, it's fabulous. Oh, we going. We going. It's mm-hmm. fabulous. Once but- these abs come in, it'll take me three years, but we going. We just ate like 10 popovers. Yeah. <laughs> Those abs are coming in all right. Yes, I did. But- they just in their keg. Like, <laughs> got a six pack. It's just got to be taken out first. <laughs> so crazy. So you come over and but- you moved here. So I moved here. Okay. I was probably about 16 years old when I mm-hmm. moved here. So I was born. I was raised there. I went to an all-girls boarding school there. And when I came over here, we had a lot of tourists on the island. You know, our motto is, like, out of everyone, people. Mm-hmm. You know, our history is really rich. So there's not a lot of racism. We didn't really experience any racism on the island. Mm-hmm. Um you know, growing up for me because we were just in a different culture. Yeah. Now. Welcome to America. When I came here, it was just like, it was like shocking for me mm-hmm. because my first experience of racism was from people in my own culture calling me, you know, whitewash, uh, cornball. Oh my God. And all this stuff. And I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm trying to talk hood though. I'm trying to talk hood, but I don't know how to talk hood because I was raised in the hood. Oh my God. You know what I mean? So, so you from, had the outside wanting you to be more hood, but that just wasn't who you I were. I couldn't be hood. I was born in an island. I have an island accent, man. You know what I mean? So So my accent was completely different. So I wasn't really accepted into Mm -hmm. the African-American culture. And even throughout my career, I got racism from white people, Mm -hmm. right? Where, like, I would be in the hospital and I worked in one of the top 10 best hospital in the country, Mm -hmm. Brigham and Women's Hospital. Oh, and, nice. you know, I worked in a, a really high acuity area and I would go into the room to a patient's family. Half the time, the patients weren't awake, but the family were at the bedside because mm-hmm. they were intubated, sedated. It was in the thoracic surgery ICU. And I would have to give my resume each time. And, wow. you know, I had friends that were told we don't want a black nurse. Do you know? So we get it from both sides. And even in my own practice, people will come in and they hear the name Audrey Rose. It's not Shaquanda. It's not Taquisha. Right. (laughs) Clitorisandra. Clitorisandra. That's my inner black So, you know, you hear Audrey Rose and Mm. they come in and they're like, you're going to inject me? Oh, my God. So it's but I don't take any of those stuff personal. Yeah. I really honestly don't, because if I were to, that would get in the way of the movement. Yes, honey. And the movement is bigger than that shit. It's true. And it's not on you. It's on them. It's their own ignorance. uh, Yeah, not my problem. I, however, over here, if I ever heard that, honey, whoo, child, the shit that I I would literally cunt punt them back to, (laughs) like, wherever they came from racismville, honey. I couldn't do it. I can't do it. God bless. And it's it's so sad that, like, you know, and here's the thing, like, I, I see it happen, and then white people don't do shit about it, and it makes me so mad. And I've, like, been and I'm like the first one to be like, oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, 
Like, absolutely. Like, yeah. absolutely yeah. not. I've seen it before, and I'm like, oh, you're going to talk about her just because she's the color of her skin? Like, you're a racist yeah. prick. Like, yeah. I don't stand for that. And it just, it breaks my heart when I hear, like, somebody that's so genuine and like a heart of gold have to go through this bullshit stuff. And not only in real life, like, have to deal with it in the nursing world and then in again in your practice. In practice. Like, yeah. you're a black yeah. woman, so you're not up to par with to do my injections. Oh, or how many days a week do you work here? Sometimes I just go along with the oh, flow. Oh my God. But you know what? Like you rise above that. And yeah, I yeah, like yeah. hats off to you for just yeah. being like, you know what? Like, here's the thing. Like you don't make racism a thing. I You're don't. just like, that's on you. That's not on them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to live my life and I'm fantastic. And by the exactly. end, you're going to love me. Yeah. And I'm not going to even acknowledge that, but I'm going to treat you with respect. Like with respect. That is that. The, what and you're going to love me. Right. Yes. So my patients now I'm booked out for months. They will wait for me. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, if they ever show up and they're on somebody else's schedule, it's like craziness. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's World War Three. Like, no. <laughs> Audrey Rose is it. Like, you know, you know what I mean? So, you know, it goes to show that sometimes it's not really I, I, I don't know if we should call it racism as much as it might just be like the fact that we have to educate other people and let them understand that a black person can inject. Yeah. Forget that stigma. It doesn't matter the color of your skin, whether you're black, Chinese, orange, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Care. An injector is an injector. I love beauty. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But then me? you also get it from your culture, too. Like, you know, from the black people that, like, that it's taboo to get injectables. It's taboo. Like, it's also taboo. Oh like, honey, goodness. the gay thing. It's really bad. Like, Tell to me. be taboo in as a black gay man and it like there's so many especially in Nashville like it's just not okay and they have to live a life that like they're miserable and then they do shit on the side and then they end up like it's so it's taboo and it's so sad that and I get it it's like part of culture it is what it is but it's like you know there's that but so I understand some of it but like it's taboo to get injectables people like "Uh -uh." color yeah we don't do that no oh trust me we're changing that baby yes I'm changing that and you are leading that like with your um like your strengths as such a strong influence as a black woman and a uh, black aesthetic injector. Tell. Honey, so you're changing ways. I started ways. a group <clears throat> of um black aesthetic injectors because legit I found like two people you sent Shay. Oh yes, me. love her. Shay reached out to me, sent me this beautiful message. She didn't even know I existed. She's like, yes. it's so good to see you. You know, let's try to figure out how we could change this whole stigma around injectables and African Americans or black people or Africans, whoever. Mm-hmm. Let's change that stigma. And she's like, I have other friends too, you know, but we need help. Yeah. And they're like, so far, we see you kind of just leading the industry, 100%. doing things. So we need to get together and figure out how we can help you do that. Yeah. And they're powerful. Because you can encourage others to get in and have a voice. Because you could literally change the game with that. Like, change there's the not. game with that. <clears throat> it's like you see, it's like that movie, Oh My God, Hidden Figures. Oh my God, it changed my life. Have you seen that yet? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I've we probably talked about seen it. it, but oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. talked I about it. And you're just like, it. I don't just like, it's, I'll, it's I'll a cry. Lot. I'll cry. I'm it a, was I'm so a... powerful because to see these women stand up, like, I mean, the one that hit me hard was like, they were sitting there and like, she couldn't go to the same bathroom as white people. So she had to walk like a mile away and then come back. And then they had the audacity to be like, where have you been? We're trying to do it. And she loses it. I lost my shit. I started crying because you could see the like, the raw and real 
deal of like, like she's like, you won't even allow me to drink coffee for. Oh, I get so caught up. Oh my god, I'm about to yes. cry. Yeah. Like we, I can't even drink coffee from the same pot as you. Like, can't. And it was so powerful. Powerful. And, but if it wasn't for those women taking a stand. We will like, be here today. Oh my God. It's so, and it's so needed. And even though it's not like it's in the industry and see, but it's something that needs to happen. Like one, my, one day, my hope is that like, we stop seeing color. Yes. Like yeah. we, you, we can literally go to like a, a zoo and we can see all these beautiful birds Animals, and butterflies yeah. with all colors and, and we value that, that. it's beautiful. Yes. But yet we can't value the different colors of people's skin and the humans. rainbow of our skin. Like it's so Tell dumb. unicorn. Like my God, honey, I'm preaching yes. it. Can I get a gay man? Hello, hallelujah. Amen. You know hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, like, oh, I love it. <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's a hope that one day we get rid of that and we get, like we all bleed red we uh, we just have different melanin in it's our skins different, different cultures and it makes us beautiful and that's okay at the end of the day we're human we're not black we're not white we're not asian we're not gay we're not straight we're not this we're not that we're human like we're human and if we're damn good at what we do who the fuck cares you know what i mean like yes. it doesn't matter stop seeing skin color stop doing it you know because i'd i would like for the day to be like you are a strong independent woman not the fact that you're a strong so independent black, black woman, woman. Yeah. you know what i mean yeah so yeah. stop saying black don't crack because we crack we just hide it well yeah like everybody <laughs> cracks we just have to treat it differently you know what i mean treat it differently we mask it a little bit yes so on another note let's talk <laughs> about the fucking right <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. Here we Let's go. Let's talk honey. about you and me. You know, Ooh. honey, that's what people really want to hear. Like, and I'm all about it. Like, you know, as a nurse, like I'm I, like nothing nurse embarrasses me. Uh, we really are. We are. If we haven't talked about sex, sucking dick or shit in a conversation, it ain't it did, been. Didn't happen. It didn't happen. That conversation is invalid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and the other thing too, let's be honest, lesbian honest. Uh, I know, right? Empowered women are more empowered to have better sex. Do they you agree do. with that? 100%. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Guess why? Because they're so empowered. They have so much confidence in every aspect of their life. Yes. They're walking. Picture this. Head high, heels up, chest Ooh. out. Think about how that goes into the bedroom. And how it, it makes you feel. It penetrates right into the bedroom. Oh, I like the fact that you said so penetration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It, like, yeah. When you feel good and are confident and you feel like, I mean, for you, I mean, you're doing the damn thing. You've got all this going for you and stuff. And I know you and Bronco, honey, I know you got a good little side. I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm yeah, over here no. jealous shit, girl. <laughs> I'm like, can you just... Can you leave the room, put a blindfold on, let me take over for a moment. <laughs> but it's true when you feel good, when you, you're confident and all that stuff, it translates into the bedroom. Like, you're a it strong does. woman, honey. You can it tell does. a man, shut the fuck up and put your mouth between my legs, honey. Exactly, And there ain't nothing wrong with it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. always like, mm -hmm. oh, like mm -hmm. the man over here wanting just missionary and boring as shit. But I'm oh, like, Oh, I will uh. tell you, you're boring as. <laughs> can I say fuck? Uh, yes. Born as fuck. Uh, yes. I know no. missionary. Mission and they're just like, and like, how many licks? Three. And then they. Oh, come on. I'll kill like, you. Right. Repetitive. <laughs> I will stab you. No. You will lose your dick because you don't deserve to have it. No. You're going to be fucking missionary all the time. Yes. And it's like, no. And like, and I think women sometimes. 
sometimes like don't have a voice because they're not confident. They're not like they're they're afraid to stand up for what they want. They're afraid. And in America, let's just be honest, like we like it's it's like taboo to talk about sex. And I'm over here being like, we need to change that too. Oh, that's so, like, enough. Mm-hmm. You know, because we know about all, all about taboos. Hello. Mm-hmm. We know all about aesthetics. We talk about real life stuff too. And yeah, honey, we, yeah, you exactly. wanted to talk about sex. But these are the conversations about- I have in my patient's chair yes. while they're getting their face injected. Oh my God. There's oh. it, they try we not just nurse injectors and nurse practitioner injectors. We turn into like therapists. We turn into best friends. And they open up like it's a mat. It's lot amazing. More. Whenever we inject a little Botox or Xeomin in the in the glabella and they just open up about everything. They go, we're like, uh, you know, oh uh, God, my husband ain't uh, doing it right. And we're like, oh, <laughs> tell me more. I turn into like Dr. Dr. Ruth with like the But aren't dildo. you over there doing the P shots and the O shots? Yes, honey. Yeah. The sexual health stuff. We are helping women, honey, with utilizing their own blood. We spin it down, get the PRP, and we inject it right into the clitoris. We mm. numb you up so nothing hurts. And honey, we take your little happy button, make a little chicken nugget, and it gets so sensitive that you won't want to get off of your man for a hot oh, minute. Talk about confidence. Oh. Empowering. And pee shots with men that mm, may be a little crooked. We can fix that. Mm-mm, or just we men. can't go in sideways. No, oh, no, honey. You could break a dick in two. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, can't yeah. do that. <laughs> or we can take like people like in their 30s and they think that like their erections are fine or they're a little impotent. And we can make you up to like mm, maybe an inch and a half, two inches thicker. Oh, or yes. maybe up to an yes, inch and a half, girth, two inches girth, longer. And length. Oh, my God. And making God. you realize you had like had the erections like you did when you first found out you had a dick and what it could do, honey. You know what I mean? <laughs> But like people, like they don't talk about sex enough. Like and like women, empowered women. Like I want, like you, me. We want to empower women to like take charge in that. If you are bored in the damn bedroom, honey, spice it the fuck up. Say you're bored. Like you know, I don't want to do breathe into my air the same way all over again. Like ugh. Do you like that dick? No, I don't like it when you talk to me like that. Or you're like, oh yeah, does it feel good? No, it doesn't feel good. I want you to choke the shit out of me and come to you almost bleed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like. (laughs) Be open, like be empowered of your femininity, your sexuality and talk about it. Like, it's like, it's something the man ain't going to do it, honey. Half the time they over here, like being bored as you. Oh yeah. Can we just stick it in? No, bitch. I want three hours of foreplay. Three hours. Like, honey. And if you can't last three hours, then you need to go home. Honey, I will dismiss you We have meds for that. I mean, you know. We got you. There you go. (laughs) Little shot, little pill, you're good. Oh yeah. So I have to know. What's your favorite position? Ooh, you're going to get into the very yes, private life. Yes, I am. Oh, my God. What's your so favorite f- of all time that you've ever done that you were just like, ooh, honey? Oh, my God. I love them all. I really do. But my favorite position is public. <gasps> yes, queen! Same. Oh, my Obsessed. God. The I, rush. It's like I'm always... It's like a show for me. Uh-huh. 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 And like the risk of getting caught. Oh, my God. Oh, honey, I didn't know this about you. Oh, yeah. I love Especially this. where I'm outdoor and I can see the stars. <gasps> ooh, like I'm like, ooh, honey, I'm here for it. Yes, I'm like, I don't even care if the neighbors are watching now. I dare you to. Because half the time the neighbors are probably like, oh, I can't. It's probably that Baptist woman that's over there like, <laughs> oh, I can't even. But she's over there kind of, she slid her hands down her panties a little bit and moaned a little bit. And she was like, oh, this is such a sin. Oh. Oh, but sin feels so good. Oh, my God. No, seriously. Oh, oh my God. So what's the craziest place you and your husband have ever done oh, it? Oh, I, I mean. In public. We, I mean, we live in the woods, right? So oh. we live in, like, the middle of nowhere. So the woods, you've been on top of a tree, inside of a oh tree. Oh, my God. In a waterfall. The poolside, like- the deck, the the the, the 
the driveway. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, my God. Dear in neighborhood, the car. Yeah. I mean, the In the alley. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first time I met this man, not the first time, but, you know, a couple of times later, we're going out on our first date. So he's driving. I'm in the car. Oh. You would not believe what this immigrant did. So your husband, just to prep this thing, he's from Serbia, <laughs> and he's hot as all get out, and he's one of the sweetest human beings I've ever met in my entire life. But they're a little bit different over there. They're very <laughs> forward. So that's what we're working with. So keep on going. Homeboy <laughs> took his hands, because I was wearing this dress with a slit all the way up, stuck it in my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> just stuck it in. Just stuck it in. I was like, ah. It was your first date. Yeah. First oh my God. date. And you no manners. <laughs> he, he thought it was normal. He's like, I'm just going to take and stick my hands in. Yeah, yeah. Oh I'm just my gonna God. Stick my finger in there. Like, <laughs> my, are your hands clean? You're like, Heidi, wait, there's a few. You got to take me to dinner first, For, at least. Uh, I know. But, Jesus. anyways, oh I kind of like that. So like, I ended right. up changing plans. So instead of going to a boring ass dinner, I was like, we're going to the strip clubs. Yeah. Would you like yes. to stick your finger in things. Yes. <laughs> And see, here is I, what I love about this is the fact that you are a boss woman that owns your school, owns your practice. People look up to you and you are not afraid to talk about sex and what you love to do. No. And because it's healthy. If people would talk about it more in their wants and their needs because they feel empowered and not ashamed of it, yeah, they would have yeah. less divorce rates. They would less be fucking their husbands I'm left and right. I'm telling you. I'm Honey, telling you. I don't girl, play that shit. They would be a lot more happier yeah. women if you would literally just tell your husband you won't choke and let him stick it in. You know what I mean? Uh, in public, I who cares? Yeah, yeah. If you want a taxi in the back of your Uber and he wants to slide his hands in, honey, slide let it the in man there. do it and make it something where it's quiet and you can't make a noise because the Uber driver's going to hear you, honey. And he's teaching, honey, you got to have the time of your life and so is your husband. But yeah. you got to talk about it. <laughs> you got to be empowered and, and think that you and are free. a strong, independent woman, honey. And what you want is valuable and what you want is enough and you don't give two shits for asking about it and asking for it. Yes. Totally man. agree. And if a man can't handle it, honey, then teach him a thing or two. Or you know or what? Or find a new man. Or call me. Because <laughs> pretty sure a gay man can do things that a woman can't hey, do. Hey, let me tell you. You explained that dick sucking technique <laughs> of yours and I'm done. <laughs> like, I legit had to try that one out. <laughs> you know how they say black women don't suck dick yeah but let me tell you after you explained that one mm -hmm. to me i was like mm, i'm telling you i'm gonna have to try this one out well you know what's intubation happening. yeah and you got to intubate yourself with it nurses can, of all sorts can understand that and here's the thing like, intubate is where we slide this tube down your throat but your <laughs> neck has to be a certain way so picture that dick the tube uh -huh. and you're sliding it down your throat i yeah. mean it is Honey, it's, it's a life-changing thing. <laughs> We're going to be recording. I got me as a gay man. Te I'm going to teach how oh. for women. And then I've got a lesbian that's going to teach how to. We bananas to practice. Oh, we 100%. Get a group of girl. Oh, God. Oh, girl, I'll teach We're going to make some money on this. It's Forget this great. podcast. We're going to make some happy <laughs> women, honey. But we're going to have a lesbian talk about how to please a man or uh, please a woman for the men. Oh, yeah. Because who better knows how to please a man than a man? And who better knows how to please a woman than, than a, a woman? woman? So that oh, podcast is going to be coming, honey. Oh, you want to yeah. just stay That's tuned. Girl, we've taught, we, we, I know it's, we called it Black Don't Crap, but honey, it's like sex and empowerment, too, <laughs> honey. I'm here for it. 
I love it. It's crazy. More and so you truly feel because you are empowered and doing your thing and you own it and I know you own it and you know you own it. You feel that it has really helped in the bedroom. It has to. I mean, think about it. If I had no confidence, I don't dress well, I'm not, you know, radiating sex and sexuality. Do you think my husband would be attracted to me? Yes, he might be. Mm-hmm. But every day I get up and he's like, honey, you look good. Right? It's attractive. You know why? Because I'm confident. I get dressed. I walk with my head high. Yeah. He's proud to be with me. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to be with him. So that in itself. Yeah. It's a mutual it's thing empowering. there. Like a lot of people are just like, oh, you shouldn't have to be that way for your husband. To in order to It's not even about that. It's about no. like the the people are like, oh, my honeymoon phase ends. And the honeymoon phase Why doesn't have that to shit end. And if it ends, it's I'll a choice on you. Exactly, right? <laughs> it is a choice. <laughs> it is a, you it is a choice to keep that going. So you should like, you know, when you care for yourself and you dress nice and you and you do, honey, honey Lord, honey, didn't boobies out right now. I'm about to take a gay nap in it. But like when you do that, like it's attractive. It's also it attractive when guys do that. Like I don't want to be with somebody that's just over here like, oh, OK, cool. Like, yeah, just go to work and come on. You better smell good. Yeah, honey, you better take care of yourself. And when you are empowered and they're empowered and stuff, it is a mutual thing. And you just keep that attraction going. You choose to let the honeymoon phase never end. Mm. And it's OK to feel like. No, I I want to look up from a man. I'm I'm a I end up on one. I take care I take care of this. I think sometimes women are afraid to be the breadwinners and all this stuff. Oh my god! I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. Like it's it does like, not matter. Just be you and be amazing. And when you do that, and like, own what you do, it's so sexy to your person. Oh my, oh my god! You know what I mean? See, my person doesn't even know what girl he's getting which day because I changed my wig so See, often. Right? Yeah. Like, He's like, who are you? You blonde now? You black now? You black now? How to get the Jamaican side? Her, I, I can't wait no, to any of that. No idea. Ooh, yes. Uh, it's just such oh. a turn on. Every day I'm a different See, person. I love that. Well, girl, it has been absolutely fantastic talking to you. I've learned so much today. And I think that was a powerful message that we not only learned about, like, how to treat people of color and black and different skin types, but also what it's like overcoming some things, but also how it can uh-huh, help up you up empower your sex, others. Empower others, empower mm-hmm. your sex life, and just make everything better. So let's talk about how we can follow each other here. So what is your Instagram handle? At Botox underscore fairy. Yes, honey. And then your school one, what is that? It is the AR Institute. AR Institute. So that's how you can follow Miss Audrey here, Miss Botox Fairy. And you can follow me at Botox Josh on Instagram. So we hope you've enjoyed it because I sure have. So, and like I always say, that's the last drop of that tea, sweetie. (laughs) 